So, tell me. I'm breaking curfew. (laughs) God damn! Haven't done this since fucking high school. I know, you fucking rebel. I know. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew that adults could have curfews? Yeah. Instilled by their government elected officials oh my gosh we are in a whole new world here people uh i thought i was in the land of the goddamn free <laughs> and the home of the brave uh evidently not no evidently turns not out, turns out they can just be like not today fuck you stay in your house yep not only is it covid but like don't walk the streets at night yeah because i don't want you to set this building on fire it's a goddamn police state now so oh tell me about it listen we are in a city with plenty of protests and indeed a few riots they're sprinkled in there when shit gets a little a little rough a little little out of hand a riot breaks out there's been a little bit of looting a little bit of rioting but mostly burning buildings to the ground A little bit of that. But mostly it's just been protests. And that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And nice, peaceful, calm ones. Yeah. And by that I mean like peaceful and calm until someone says something mean and then they all just like yell at each other and you're like, what are we all doing here? (laughs) Oh no, why is everything so mad? (laughs) Well, we fucking know why everybody's so mad. Oh, we know. Yeah. They fucking deserve to be mad. Everybody, it turns out that Aaron is like a fucking (laughs) expert in this whole like Black Lives Matter movement because... Like you all know, and I've mentioned before, I've been going through some shit with my dad in the hospital. So I've been like gone to the world and then all of a sudden Aaron just educated me on so much shit right now, like right before recording. And Girl. now I'm all pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be. Everyone should be. Fucking go protest people peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like hurt each other. Like be nice. Fucking be nice. Just be nice to each other. That's what we say. So on that note, you should all know that if you hear helicopters overhead, like Aaron said, she's breaking curfew, so they have like helicopters flying around with their searchlights, and they're like, "Yo, get back in your motherfucking house!" <laughs> and we're like, "Black Lives Matter." Also, I have to record this podcast, <laughs> so uh, if you hear helicopters swarming around, just you know, bear with us because I think it would be unrealistic for us to try to repeat every time a helicopter flies by. At this point, true. Yeah, they are constantly circling overhead because there's a well. There was a protest when I came up. Yeah, and... it's been going on for a while, like days. Yeah, yeah, but. It's it's dark now, so assuming they go inside for curfew, maybe the helicopters will too. If they Perhaps. don't, then this might get, they might get louder. Listen, we all know we're not a political podcast. We're not smart enough for that shit, but nope. So we'll cut it off there with a, we stand by you, go protest. Go do your damn thing. Yeah, just be safe and be nice. And respectful. Yeah. All right, lady, give me your goddamn Oh, okay. I have been trying so hard to not tell you this shit. Ooh. I almost texted it like five fucking times and I was like, I cannot tell Aaron because I have to tell in person. Oh my God. I'm so excited. You should be. It creeps me out for a couple of days. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow. wonder what happened there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest son, who's three, almost four. Mm-hmm. Not really almost four, but he'll be four next because that's how <laughs> age works. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh... He was like, mommy, come sleep in bed with me. And I was like, if you stay in bed, then I'll come sleep in your bed. Like when I go to bed, I'll crawl in bed with you. Motherfucker did not stay in bed. No. So I was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm sleeping in my own bed. Yeah. You lost that privilege. Okay, well now cut to like three in the morning and he screams, mom. 
am. And it scared me. And like, I'm so sleep deprived right now. I literally just like stood up and walked into his room and laid <laughs> down. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Okay, whatever. I'm just going to sleep here. Yeah. And it made him go back to sleep. So I was like, all right, listen, I, you know, I didn't sell my point very well. So he won't believe me next time. But, <laughs> but whatever, I'm going to go to sleep. And then my baby started to cry like 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And I let him go for a minute. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like go put him back to sleep, like coddle him real quick and put him back to sleep because I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to listen to him cry for like an hour and get him to fucking cry to sleep or whatever. Like yeah. something happened. He's hot. I don't know. Let me go check that shit out. So I'm crawling out of my child's bed, mm-hmm. which this motherfucker's got a queen size bed. Yeah. The kid has a huge bed. Yeah. It's because it used to be our bed. <laughs> and then it was like in the guest bedroom. And then... My oldest son had a crib, and then we had a baby. So I was like, sorry, kid, you don't get your crib anymore. But here's this queen-size bed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm crawling out of his motherfucking queen-size bed, and his Mm -hmm. TV, which is not hooked up to anything. It's just, like, in his room. uh, His TV turned on while I was climbing out of bed. And I was like, you know how you're like, oh, shit, the remote must be, like, around here somewhere? Yeah. Like, maybe it was in his bed. Why was it in his bed? Because I've literally only turned it on, like, twice. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I looked around the bed, and then I look up, and the remote is sitting on the dresser. Nope. 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 And it what just, the fuck? I know. And I was like, uh, uh. And, like, obviously it was just, like, a black screen. But you know how it, like, lights up the room because there's light yeah. behind the black? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's not hooked up to cable or anything. So it's not going to do anything but just turn on. <gasps> and I was like, what the fuck? And I, like, turned it off. And then I was kind of, like, spooked out. Yeah. And, and then in the morning I told Lee. And Lee always has an excuse for shit. Like, because I'll tell him toys go off and all that. And he's like, whatever, the batteries must be gut dying, whatever. Yeah. And I told him about the TV and he was like, that's fucking creepy. And I was like, yeah. And it was like three in the morning. Like, oh. I was so spooked. Oh, that's <laughs> and it's fucked up. Fucked me up for a couple of days. And now I'm just like, isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, your kid's room's haunted. I know. Well, and now I'm like, is that why he's so afraid to like go to bed in there? <gasps> like, is he seeing shit? And he screamed my name in the middle of the night. Oh, that gives me chills. I know. I don't like it. So then I was like, I did one of my quick like, nobody fuck with my kid, please. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Where's my sage? <laughs> yeah, stop turning shit on right now. You should sage your house. I should. I've got all the shit. I know. The next time he goes to fucking daycare, Oh my it. god. That reminds me of something I saw on Twitter or like Instagram or some shit. And it was like, these motherfuckers saging with all the windows shut just chasing the ghosts in circles. <laughs> <laughs> or the spirits or some shit in circles or demons. I don't even know. But uh, it made me laugh. Yep. That would be me. Like, I don't get why it's not working. I don't understand. <laughs> Open a window. Bitch, it's gotta escape. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so give me your goddamn air. Well, mine is much lighter and <laughs> not as spooky. It's not spooky at all. I got a library card. <laughs> what for? Because, girl. Don't, okay, before you go too hard on me, okay. do you know how long Lee has been trying to get me to go get a library card? Okay, here's the thing. You don't yeah. have to go anywhere. <sighs> you can do that shit from the comfort of your phone and then can you you can get like kindle shit you can get kindle shit this is changing your life of crime o m g (laughs) girl i have downloaded but you get they're like okay you only have fucking 24 more titles that you can take out and i'm like yeah okay (laughs) yeah i could do that yeah that's fine that's fine what's my limit 30 got it on it (laughs) yeah so also there's fucking audiobooks Ooh. So I have been fucking getting down on some sweet, sweet young adult fucking 
fiction books. There's fucking vampires, and I'm so goddamn excited. Are you like sucked in again? Oh yeah. Uh, see, I know it's only gonna take one good book to suck mm-hmm. me in. Yeah. Listen, I don't have the. Oh, here comes that helicopter we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I don't have the like fucking mental capacity to even say the words that I'm trying to say. Motherfucking helicopter. It's real distracting. <laughs> it's still. It's literally rumbling me right now. It is. It's like when you stand by the dryer. It is. Except for it's not as hot. Well, it's pretty hot. It's pretty warm in here, though. Okay. But every time I'm like, I don't have the time to, like, commit to that, I really don't have the time to commit to that. Yeah. So I hope my life opens up in, like, a month or some shit because I want to do that. Yeah. I didn't even know there was an option. I yeah. didn't even consider it. Yeah. I didn't either. And then I was like, I want to listen to a fucking audiobook. And I usually always go to YouTube because I'm cheap as fuck and I'm not going to pay for Audible. Thanks, Alexis. Download more books. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I do. And then I get hung up on like the reader if they have too much spit in their mouth or if I just don't like the way their voice is or Mm -hmm. whatever. I get Mm -hmm. too distracted and I'm like, fuck this book. Mm -hmm. Or if they do like the accents or like different voices just too weird yeah i don't like it yeah like stop trying to be different yeah although i did just listen to one where it was like a fucking english guy that was reading it and then he would do like lady voices and i was like (laughs) we might have read the same book because that's exactly what i thought of when he said that oh yeah different voices and i was like i actually kind of like him (laughs) Uh, i mean i was okay with it but at first i was like this is weird (laughs) (laughs) this is different can you imagine somebody recording that right oh my god we should do that uh, yeah, Tabitha's been telling us for a while that we need to, so. That's true. I don't know why I thought that that was, like, a new idea. <laughs> I'm not that clever. Yeah. But, oh, man, this has opened up my fucking world. It has so many free Kindle books, and it has so many free audiobooks, and you can fucking request books to be like, hey, you should really get this audiobook, and it's like, we'll let you collection. know. collection. Yeah. Also, it was like, oh, there's a wait list for this one, and I'm like, motherfucker, it's a download. <laughs> What do you mean there's a wait list? That is so weird. How does that even work? I don't know. I'm on a couple wait lists. Okay. Well, listen. And then they're going to be waiting forever for you to actually read it. Uh, No, I'm doing audiobooks. Oh, okay. I fucking crank that shit out. I bet. I want your life. I've said it before and I would say it again. I'm so... Yeah. Jelly. Yeah. In my line of duty, I can... (laughs) Duty. I (laughs) I can just listen to audiobooks all day long while I work and... For the most part, I'm not working with someone else, so it's, like, not rude to have my headphones in all yeah. fucking day. You know what? That's on me. Actually, you're right. Because I could be doing that, too. But, like, at home, yeah. for some reason, I just haven't. I think it's because I've only not had the kids for a couple of weeks, so I'm still, like, in shock. Mm, true. <laughs> I'm dealing with dad shit, so my phone rings all the time. But in between these, mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. you have your headphones in, mm-hmm. hooked up to your phone, mm-hmm. then you'll know right away if somebody calls. It'll be like, and then... She entered into Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, and have to rip them out of my ears. Yeah. Why is it so goddamn loud? It's the worst. <laughs> All right, lady. Should we get started? Let's do it. All right, lady. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you about Miriam Helmick. Okay. So Miriam was married to Jack Giles for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have much information on them, (laughs) per usual. (laughs) So we're off to a good start. Yeah. (laughs) Per my normal fucking research style, I'm like, I don't know anything about them. So they lived in Florida, Uh and they had two adult children, a boy and a girl. 
And unfortunately, their daughter died of a prescription drug overdose. Oh. In 2001. Rough. Okay. So now we're in 2002. They were having money problems. And they had nearly $130,000 in debt. Whoa. That was going to collections. Damn. So, like, you, you didn't pay that shit off. That sucks. You're going to have to do something about that. You're going to need to bankruptcy yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to have a situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to need to not have any more credit. <laughs> You're going to need to take care of that. Seeing on how you ain't paying it. Yeah. So, we're going to take it back. Yeah. And so. By the way, the score, that means nothing. It's yeah. shit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This thing that you think is just numbers, yours is really low. <laughs> you can't buy a fucking house. So they're not doing so hot. Yeah. And fuck, man, that's rough. Yeah, real rough. Mm-hmm. And I guess Jack was having some suicidal thoughts. Oh, shit. And he ended up committing suicide. <gasps> God damn. Yeah. Can't get to break. April 15th of 2002. So... His daughter died of a prescription drug overdose. They're in a fucking shitload of debt. And he was like, deuces, I'm out, right? Oh, man. When he committed suicide, it was actually the day after his birthday. Mm-hmm. And Miriam said that the day before, on his actual birthday, he had waited by the phone all day for his daughter to call. Oh, Because she called every year. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? This is terrible. But obviously she didn't call that year. Yeah, because she's dead. Oh, because she was dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so heartbreaking. So (gasps) fucking heartbreaking. This poor guy. I know. So that night. What if the phone rang? Right. And there was no one there. (gasps) It didn't. Okay. So So that night, while he was in his bed, with Miriam in bed next to him, he shot himself in the head. After putting a pillow up between the, himself and his wife so as not to get blood on her. Oh, my God. Super fucked up. Is this where you're going to tell thing. me that she actually murdered everybody? Don't be stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How considerate of him, then. That's a fucking gentleman. I mean, he could have, like, gotten out of bed, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I mean, but, like, you know, then you got to mess to clean up on the floor. At least you just toss the sheets, you know? Go out back. All right. You're going to have to toss listen. the whole goddamn bed. Listen. I'd have to Maybe toss was... that whole goddamn house. <laughs> Maybe it was time to get a new mattress. I mean, people are going to be like, couldn't... these insensitive motherfuckers. They were over here talking about respect <laughs> and being kind to each other. Listen. Okay. 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 That's why the people are here. It's for our insensitive jokes. Yes, it is. All right. So now Miriam is alone with a huge amount of debt, right? Mm. But somebody had some life insurance, right? I don't know. And I don't know if you get life insurance if they commit suicide. Probably not. You're right. That's why that one guy went through all that trouble with a weather balloon. (laughs) True. (laughs) But like a real piece of shit, Miriam ends up taking advantage of her dad and stepmom. Okay. They're still alive? Yeah. How old is she? She was like 40s something. Okay. 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 So imagine the dad's like 70. Yeah ish mm-hmm. that sucks that. oh no yeah their names were francis and frankie Aww, soulmates right oh my god i love them you know frankie is the mom the stepmom oh, i love it <laughs> wouldn't have thought so huh hmm. at least i didn't hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so between 2002 and 2006 miriam stole a hundred thousand dollars from them god damn right shit who has a hundred thousand dollars to get stolen is what i want to know 
not me. <laughs> I thought you were about to be like me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who even are you? <laughs> no, yeah. no, fuck yeah. that. Not me. <laughs> you are furnishing the shed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not even close. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we straightened that out so I don't have to kill you for your life insurance money or something. Yeah. Stupid. But I mean, I think my dad might. Yeah. Like her yeah. dad, you know? Okay. Okay. He's been around for a while. Maybe. Yeah. He's got like stocks. <laughs> Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> From the war. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so Miriam would take money out of her dad's bank account or write herself checks from his account. So, Ooh. Uh, fucking pretty shitty. Yeah, real class act daughter. Her dad eventually realized and confronted her after he realized that $10,000 was missing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't know what was said that night because nobody knows what's said fucking during arguments or whatever, right? Yeah, we all black out. <laughs> <laughs> but after she left her dad's house... Someone mm-hmm. attempted to burn the house down. Oh shit! With them in it? Um, I believe so. Yes. Motherfuck! That's fucked up. I wonder who that someone was. I just don't know. Remember how I said that thing and you said, "Don't be stupid." <laughs> I do remember that. Okay. Okay. So there were rags soaked in lighter fluid and lit on fire, thrown onto the back porch. Oh, so like, like a yeah, like a fucking Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Goddamn firebomb. On the back porch. Lightning bolt. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but obviously, they were able to put them out before the house burned down. Okay, good. Jesus. And Francis and Frankie were cool. They good. were safe. Good. They said, not in my house. Not today. <laughs> so this obviously looks pretty fucking suspicious to us. Yeah. On account of we have a fucking podcast. Uh-huh. And we're suspicious of everyone. Yeah. And they had just gotten in a fight. But... There was never anyone charged for this attempted arson thing. Okay. 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 So in 2004, Miriam was arrested twice for embezzlement and larceny. God damn. She's like fucking doubling down on all this shit. Uh, yeah. Apparently. Fuck it. But she pled guilty and spent three days in jail. So. Wow. I would take it. Yeah. You're going to wipe your fucking slate clean? Yeah. Three days? No problem. Sure. Do I get to keep the stuff? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that mine now or what? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, it's gone, right? Wink, wink. Yeah. (laughs) So she was probably a suspect in her dad's Mm -hmm. house fire. I would hope. But at any rate, Mm -hmm. Miriam moves to Grand Junction, Colorado, and she becomes a dance instructor. (gasps) Oh my God. I hope it's like a boot scoot and boogie one at a country bar and she's got boots and Mm. she's like, Mm, come on, girlies, come out on the floor. We're going to bust out some Shania Twain. It is not the dance instructor from the bar that we go to, no. <laughs> Got so excited. Uh, she teaches ballroom dancing. Oh, that's way less exciting. I mean, listen. Every girl deserves to go to a ball. Every pretty girl deserves to go to a ball. <laughs> <laughs> so while she was teaching, she met a man named Alan Helmick. Mm-hmm. Alan was 62 years old. He was a real estate developer, and he was doing pretty well for himself. Ooh, she's like, I found me a sugar daddy. Mm -hmm. And he dances. Mm -hmm. He had recently been widowed by his wife of 36 years, and so he was out fucking on the town learning how to ballroom dance like a goddamn gentleman. He's like, this is going to fetch me some ladies, right? I'm going to woo the chicas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she was like, I don't usually fraternize with my fucking students, but I'm gonna because he's handsome. Yeah. So they hit it off, and they start dating, 
And I imagine it was like one of those like uh, romantic comedy moments where they just like meet across the room and then they like swiftly run into each other and just start dancing and swirling around like perfectly like mm. Beauty and the Beast. Probably. That's yeah. That's probably exactly how it happened. I imagine that she was like, all right, I need a fucking volunteer for this one. And he was like, ma'am. And he had a rose in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my pleasure. Yeah. And then he was perfect at it. And she yeah. was like, you don't even need lessons. And he was like, I know I came here for you. Yeah. yeah. And so then they got married. <laughs> <laughs> we could write novels about romance we could i'd read it and then he turned into a werewolf as long as it's free at the library i'll read that shit all day oh god so they get married june of 2006 okay and then they live together in a 3,200 square foot home god damn which is fucking enormous yeah on 40 acres of land jesus living the high life yeah and they had a farm where they fucking raised and bred horses this is my dream dude except for the ballroom dancing i would take up ballroom dancing if i could just breed horses but i don't really want to like lift hay can i have like a cute farm hand or something yes i mean i don't know how that's gonna go for your new relationship that supposedly you're like all about right now but well some eye candy wouldn't it's, hurt. Yeah, it's just eye candy. He's going to be way younger. It's not yeah. like it's going to be someone that yeah. I get with. You'd be like, I don't know, what is his name? Daryl? Daryl, take your shirt off. <laughs> you look like the creepy old lady. <laughs> it's really hot out here. Here's some sweet yeah. tea. Yeah, you want some lemonade as mm-hmm. you like fan yourself mm-hmm. with your yeah. fan. <laughs> and with my fan, I would put my fucking lounge chair out by the paddock. And you'd have, like, your low-cut shirt, and you'd be patting the sweat off with the tissue mm-hmm. between your tits. Ugh. That just sounds like it's going <laughs> to fall apart. <laughs> Get, like, tissue litter in your cleavage. It's like clitty litter. Exactly. Cleavage litter. Yeah. All right. So okay. I don't think they had farm hands. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they actually did a lot of the work on the farm. Pretty busy. Yeah. But what a drastic life change. Yeah. Okay. But mm. with Alan's money, mm-hmm. Miriam was able to open up her own dance studio. Oh, girl. Hell yeah. But she wasn't that great at running a business. <laughs> so it wasn't going that well. Yeah, it wasn't succeeding. There wasn't that many people who needed ballroom dancing lessons. I guess not. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Very niche audience. Yeah, I don't know the market for that. <laughs> not quite sure either. I feel like you'd want to do like Monday night's ballroom, Tuesday night salsa, goes with tacos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's happening on Wednesday? Western Wednesday. Oh, That's, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thursday is... Uh, t- tango thursday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could do some tango and yeah. then there's like break dancing fridays oh i like it's it. like fun friday can we have like stomp saturdays <gasps> that'd be fun oh my god i would go to a dance studio if they teach you how to stomp step stomp what's it called it's called step at least it was called step at our high school <laughs> yeah it was you're right you're right you're right that's what it was i wish i could do that someday in my life i know i still have the dare clap down though so i'm fucking well on my way you are you are it's the first step huh <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so so then Alan ends up getting really sick. Uh-oh, because some men can't hold their arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep referencing Chicago throughout the whole podcast every chance I get. It's always relevant. <laughs> it is, especially for what we talk about. Exactly. So Alan spent months in bed and was constantly mm. dizzy. I don't know what that's a symptom of, mm. but listen. Antifreeze. Mm, maybe. Maybe you like Gatorade? Ooh. Hmm. Let's see where this takes us. All right. Okay. I mean, like, maybe cancer. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> I 
Okay, I guess maybe, yeah. We just don't know. Of just because brain. this is a murder podcast doesn't mean you have to go accusing everybody of something I mean, nefarious. this bitch had so many dead people in her life. One so far. Well, Two. her daughter, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you ain't wrong. Yeah. All right, so... During this time, he realized that his bank account had been depleted. Hmm. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, remember I said her dance studio wasn't doing so fucking hot? Yeah. Well, apparently, Miriam didn't want to tell Alan that she needed money, so she just started stealing money from him. Okay, same thing, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. She would write checks from his account and sign them with her own name, which I guess was okay because they were married. Okay. I don't know how that fucking works. I don't think I, anybody actually checks the check. <laughs> like, they don't, like, is this really the name that's here? They're just like, yeah, you scribbled something on that line. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that they should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's the purpose of it. Yeah, but. I mean, kind of like, that's what it's there for. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> Call me old-fashioned, but some people should do their job. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right, so she ended up stealing about $150,000 from him. God damn, what is she buying? Her dance studio. I don't know. That rent. Fa- rent. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Wow. But that was within two years Jeez. from when they got married. Oh my God. So I'm pretty sure that this was a bit more than like a discussion in their home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, they stayed together. Okay. Wow. And then on April 30th, 2008, there was an incident when Alan and Miriam went to the store. Not an incident. Oh, an incident. Okay. So, Miriam went inside a business, I guess, to use the bathroom or okay. something. Okay. And Alan waited in the car. And while she was in the store, his car caught fire. Uh-huh. But Alan noticed and was able to get out oh. before he got hurt. Good. Well, I mean, you're in a car. It's pretty tight quarters. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, no, open the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, did she have the keys? Was she constantly locking it? I don't know. It's no. weird. Because let me get out of here. Yeah, we don't know that anything nefarious even happened, right? Or do we? Or do we? So when they checked out the car to see, like, I don't know, why it burst into flames. Yeah, spontaneous combustion. It turns out that there was a homemade wick sticking out of the gas tank with lighter fluid on it. What the fuck? (laughs) Why would you need lighter fluid on the wick if it's in the gas tank? Wouldn't it wick up from the gas and you could light it? I mean, I think it was, like... A string with some cottony looking stuff, oh. and then like lighter fluid stuck on it, and then they lit that to be like to make like, it like a homemade bomb. Yeah, like to to hope that it goes down the little cotton thing into the gas tank, get some fumes, and catch them on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking explode the car, and it was a full tank of gas. Ooh, girl. So listen, right. I don't I don't know how bombs work or how exploding cars work, but I feel like that just wouldn't do it. A fire in the gas tank would probably explode your car. Well, I mean, like, I just feel like it needs more oxygen, you know? Like, if your car's on fire, then yeah, it's going to explode eventually when, it, like, enough fucking engulfs it and it, enough flames engulf it and it explodes. The, the fucking wick was sticking out of the gas tank. Yeah, but doesn't fire need, like, a lot of oxygen? And the gas tank is, like, pretty contained. I mean... I don't know. I've never done it before. I'm I don't know. I'm trying to use fucking fire science. If I was going to light a car on fire, I'd probably do it the same way because I'd be like, that'll for sure go up real quick. <laughs> Stick a wick in it. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's like one of those tiki torches. <laughs> Just have it hanging out Just the gas the string. <laughs> uh, oh, God. But apparently, that's some nefarious shit, right? Yeah. There is some... Yeah. Like, somebody did that shit on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. There is some fuckery afoot. Mm-hmm. Um... 
But I guess when Miriam was getting out of the car, she had asked Alan to push the button or whatever. Pop the tank. To open the trunk. And then she was like fucking around at the back of the car for a minute. And then she went inside the shop. Huh. The workers inside the shop also said that the bathroom smelled like lighter fluid after Miriam had used it. Hmm. So I have no idea how Alan was like, this is fine. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's fine. Yeah. I don't know if he wasn't suspicious. I don't know if he was like, it certainly wasn't her. I don't know if Maybe he was Maybe it was like, those headaches. He was just like forgetting shit. I don't know. Okay. But they stayed together. Okay. Apparently, he was not suspicious of her. Oh my god. Okay. Then, on June 10th, 2008, which is just like fucking two months later, mm-hmm. Alan allegedly gave Miriam a wad of cash to go shopping with and said, have fun like hell. Treat yourself. Right? <laughs> I guess that was like his little catchphrase, right? Like, have yeah. fun like hell? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Raise hell, little lady. Yeah. Go paint the town red. Mm Mm-hmm. So she left the house between 8.15 and 8.30 in the morning. Okay. And then they were supposed to meet for lunch later in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was like at 11.30. Mm Mm-hmm. But he didn't show up, so Marion called him multiple times, but she got no answer, so she went home. Mm Mm-hmm. And when she got home, she found Alan had been shot in the back of the head. Damn. And was dead (laughs) thanks for specifying you're welcome i mean i guess that's a valid thing because last episode yeah 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 Yeah. exactly okay so she immediately calls 911 yeah and she was like i think we were robbed like she immediately suggested that there was a robbery all right and so when police get there they notice that the house didn't show any signs of a struggle and there was no sign of a robbery like nothing Nothing was was missing. missing yeah yeah and so they're like, that's fucking suspicious. Yeah, but what made you think it was a robbery? Yeah, but also they didn't have anything against her in particular. And so they're just like, mm, let's go about our business and investigate this shit, right? Okay. So then Miriam got a letter that said, Alan was first, you're next, run, run, run. Oh, run, 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 run. Um, Creepy. Your was misspelled. <laughs> of course it fucking was. It's <laughs> my fucking biggest pet peeve. Ugh. And I was typing it and I was like, no. <laughs> no, I will fix this for you. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know who that was. My what is next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Miriam obviously calls the police and she's like, hey, whoever fucking killed Alan is after me now. Oh, I'm being shit. stalked. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so police were like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. And they we got did. some splaining to do. Yeah. So they did a little bit of investigating. Mm-hmm. And they realized that Miriam had actually bought the card that it was written on the day that her husband was killed. <gasps> no. Yes. Was it like a fancy card? I don't like, know. Uh, I'm going to get letterhead with my initials on it. I was like. <laughs> and I'm going to write a ransom note. Like it's like a card? Like happy birthday. And then it's like run, run, run. Get well <laughs> soon. Like what kind of card was it? I don't know. Because it did not specify. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> My condolences. I don't know. Oh, I hope it was a condolences card. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So weird. I mean, maybe it was like a anniversary card. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of card it was. I would really like to know. It's just a postcard. Could have been a postcard. Wish you were here. Colorado. (laughs) So Alan's daughter also noticed that her dad's bank accounts had been drained Mm -hmm. and there was property that had been sold with signatures that were forged. Oh, shit. 
And this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he was a real estate fucking mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Mogul. I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to call him. Yep. So when police looked into Miriam's background, they noticed that she had been previously arrested and charged with forgery. So they were like, we got a live one, fellas. Yeah, they were like, hey, we got some shit over here, right? Yeah, check her out. So Miriam was arrested and charged with first-degree murder and 14 counts of forgery and fraud. God damn. Turns out that the police believed she had killed Alan that morning and then left for her little shopping trip as an alibi. She was found guilty of the first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Damn. And then for the forgery and fraud, she got an additional 108 years. Whoa. Yeah. Turns out that's heavier than murdering someone, huh? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's more or less than life, but <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't either. Oh, 108 years? Like, yeah. I for sure don't have 108 years left in my life. So. No, no, I guess more. not left. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to her first husband, Jack, here. Who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Who committed mm-hmm. suicide. Let's. And he was so generous mm-hmm. to protect her mm-hmm. with a pillow mm-hmm. or muffle the sound of a gunshot. Mm, so the gun <laughs> was found in his right hand with his thumb on the trigger, mm-hmm. which in itself is weird, right? Yeah. But also, I guess if you were like, I'm going to do like this instead of like this. Yeah. Like maybe. Okay. I'm doing a lot of hand movements for she this is. purely audio podcast. Yeah, but you can imagine what she's doing. <laughs> she's doing like, if I were to hold a gun with my thumb on the trigger, mm-hmm. move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. The thing is, he was left-handed. Motherfuck. Yeah, so yeah. right hand. Mm, Weird. Not, not. But maybe he didn't want to like it. blow his brains all over on the left side. Maybe that's the side she was on. Maybe, but I can barely turn a page with my left hand on account of I'm right-handed, so I don't think I would risk suicide with the wrong hand. (laughs) I'd probably just roll over and face the other way. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if he was really concerned about not getting blood on Miriam... Mm-hmm. why would he shoot himself just a couple inches away from her? Like you were saying, you would go outside or something or yeah. somewhere else. Just fucking leave the bed, right? Yeah, yeah. That's because he didn't commit suicide. I mean, maybe. Mm. So also, also, mm-hmm. two months before his death, Miriam had been searching online for Ambien overdose. Oh, God. Okay. By purple foxglove <gasps> and Viagra overdose. Mm. Can you overdose on Viagra? Well. Just like sends all the blood to your dick. (laughs) You know how the commercial says to check with your doctor before you use Viagra? Yeah. Because it can be dangerous if you have a heart condition. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Alan had that heart condition. Oh, shit. And Purple Fox Glove is a fucking poison. So Mm. there's that. And Mm. an ambient overdose. I mean, it says it right there. Overdose. Yeah. Yeah. These are all fatal things to search. Did her daughter really die of like a prescription drug overdose? Or are you getting to that? I'm not getting to it, but that is a theory. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. The whole thing is pretty fucking suspicious. Yeah. 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 Um, that case remained closed, though. Her wow. the first husband, Jack, is still ruled as a suicide. Wow. But people are kind of thinking that, or at least one person in particular in a comment on something that I was reading was saying. <laughs> so the people are saying. The people are speculating yeah. that um that she possibly killed her daughter yeah. first. But also she had a son, so I don't quite hmm. understand yeah, why. Yeah, what that son? Yeah. What's he got to say? I didn't see anything that he had to say about it. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So maybe, allegedly, 
possibly got away with murdering her first husband. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then fucking attempted a couple of times. Yeah, what's up with Alan getting those headaches? I don't know. Hmm. We don't know. Hmm. But also, Alan's daughter was like, this bitch was fucking weird as hell. Like, I said <laughs> that um, that Alan's wife had died recently. Mm-hmm. Well, she died of, I think it was cancer. Oh. I think it was brain cancer or something. Oh. But... She had died, and then Miriam was, like, trying to replace her kind of thing. Like, trying to be her. Creepy. Like, she had copies of her license, and she had, like, taken her car and stuff. I don't know. I didn't go down that whole fucking rabbit hole. Because I was like, oh, she's a fucking psychopath. Fucking nutso. And that's going to take me into a whole longer podcast, so I'm not (laughs) going to do it. What the fuck? That's some fucked up shit. Poor Alan, man. He was probably just like shocked from everything happening in his life that this lady was like able to take advantage of him. Yeah. What a bitch. Oh, fucking super bitch, right? Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Crazy, right? Super crazy. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. that was my fucking story. That was a doozy. You ready for my doozy? So ready. All right, I'm going to tell you about John List. Ooh, thought it was John Lennon. I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Okay, John List was born in Bay City, Michigan in 1925 to German-American parents. Mm-hmm. He grew up a devout Lutheran. And as he got older, he became a, a Sunday school teacher for the church. Mm-hmm. So, like, like his whole – I think his dad was a Sunday school teacher also. But, like, his whole family was super religious. And he grew up that way. And he himself was very religious. Yeah. Um, in 1943, he enlisted in the U.S. Army. And he served in World War II. Ooh. Yeah. And he was discharged in 1946. He immediately enrolled in the University of Michigan, and he got his master's degree in accounting, so motherfucker was smart. Well, goddamn. Yeah. Apparently. And also could shoot a gun, I guess. (laughs) Um, In 1950, he was called back to service because the Korean War was, like, escalating, and he was stationed in Fort Eustis, Virginia, where he met a lady friend. Oh, a lady, you say? A girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tell me about her. Okay. Her name was Helen Taylor. And she had a daughter named Brenda. I don't know how old the daughter was. But it turns out that Helen was previously married to an infantryman who was killed in the war. Oh, shit. And so she was widowed. Yeah. So Helen and John, they meet, they fall in love, and in December of 1951, they marry. And the reason they marry is because Helen was like, yo, John, guess what? I'm knocked up. Ooh, that'll do it. And like I said, John was super religious. So his religion advocated that they should get married if she's pregnant, Mm -hmm. right? Well, and it's 1950, so like it's the thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, exactly. Wouldn't Um, want a bastard in the family. (laughs) How dare you? Scandalous. Yeah. So it turns out, though, that Helen wasn't pregnant. Ooh, locked him down. But again, because of his religion, they couldn't get divorced, (gasps) so they continued to stay married. Oof. And then they moved to California with her daughter. All right. Was he like, fuck? Or was he like, I mean, all right, let's just do the rest of life together? I mean... I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here because this is a murder podcast and Mm. I bet some things are going to go down. So I'm guessing in his mind he was like, fuck. All right. (laughs) But it doesn't specify (laughs) in all of my research. All right. (laughs) But I'm guessing he's like, god damn. (laughs) Touche. Okay. In 1952, John had completed his tour and he was discharged from the army and he got a job as an accountant. 
All right. I said a lot of N N N accountant. But no 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 no. Uh, he actually worked for a few different companies as an accountant, and he moved states like every time he got a new job. He would just like fucking hop state to state and take the family with him. All right. She's like, I guess we'll go all over the fucking world. Yeah. She's, uh, US. USA. Yeah. <laughs> I will follow you. I will follow you wherever you may go. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what she said. All right. Um, But the reason that he had so many jobs and that he like bounced from one job to the next was because he had a very uh specific set of skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He uh he had a very unique personality that would like clash with his bosses all the time. Like Ooh. he sounds kind of like maybe he was a little bit of a dick. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and so, so he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, so he couldn't really keep a job down. Like even though he was smart, he had all the prerequisites. Mm-hmm. But he like, kept burning bridges and exactly. pissing people off. Exactly. Got it. And that's why they hopped from one job to the next. So, Along the way, from like hopping job to job, moving state to state, mm-hmm. Helen and John end up having three kids. Ooh. All yeah. right. She was like, let's do this. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. So now she has four kids at home. Fuck. And John that. has four <laughs> kids to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> to pay for. Yeah, exactly. And so although John was doing like really well and becoming pretty successful in his accounting work, Helen started to develop a little bit of a drinking problem. Mm, well, listen, she's a stay-at-home mom. Right? Five kids? Who four. wouldn't? She had four. Four. I was thinking five people. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> well, sometimes the husband counts as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Can you see my life? <laughs> uh, yeah. So she became an alcoholic, which is not good. Yeah. Um. Eventually, Brenda, the oldest daughter, who was not biologically John's, uh, moved out of the house and she got married and everything. Mm-hmm. And then John took the rest of the family to Rochester, New York, where he landed a job working for the company Xerox. Okay. Ooh, good company. Yeah. He worked his way up to director, and then he took a job as vice president at a bank in Jersey City, New Jersey. So then he moves the family again to New Jersey. But also, goddamn. Dude, dude's doing really well. Like Vice president at a bank? No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Fucking crushing it. Watch it. Then you only have to not be an asshole to the president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only one person you can't piss off there. Exactly. So he was doing really good financially. And when the family moved to New Jersey, Helen really wanted this like beautiful home that was like the most expensive home on the block. Mm. And John provided. And that home just so happened to be a 19-room Victorian mansion. Jesus. Yeah. And what? I guess I guess it had like a skylight. It had like a ballroom. It had... And by the way, I, I every wanna... pretty girl deserves to go to a ball. <laughs> exactly. Did she have a ballroom dance teacher? She oh, Ooh. full circle, meta, yeah, as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I want to finish that sentence because I was like, it had a skylight. Like that's not that exciting. <laughs> I was pretty excited about it. I was like, cool. Next, <laughs> what else does Mansion have to offer? <laughs> Oh, a ballroom, you say? I was pretty hung up on the ballroom. <laughs> uh, but the skylight was like a stained glass skylight that turned out to be like fucking Tiffany. Like signed oh, by whatever yeah. the fucking Tiffany yeah. name is. Yeah. I'm not rich enough to know that shit. But you know, like, yeah, Tiffany. I, I have a couple Tiffany lamps. Wow. No, no big, big deal. deal. Well, he had a skylight. <laughs> fucking la-di-da. <laughs> so this whole family lived in like this really fancy Victorian mansion. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, posh as fuck. Yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also moved his mom in with him. Well, there's 19 rooms. Yeah, so. 19 rooms. And uh, one of the articles I read said that like the 
the house cost so much money that he needed a little financial support from his mom because like i said helen wanted the house Mm. and so his mom was like yeah i'll help you buy the house but i get to live in one of like the the west wing yeah exactly (laughs) and like the apartment upstairs and he was like for fucking sure yeah you got it um or or just buy a normal house (laughs) just buy a normal house that you can fucking afford helen wanted a ballroom god damn it every pretty girl deserves a ballroom every time i say ballroom i just think of if i had a house with a ballroom guaranteed every fucking time brandon would just go in there without pants on and be like it's a ballroom oh that would be the only (laughs) joke that you're going with every time Oh, I feel sorry for you. So many balls in that room. <laughs> so many balls. There are two right now. I mean, it's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Just wasn't expecting it. I was like, what? Would he put like a basketball court? Where are you going with this? Nope. Oh, dicks. Nope. Dicks. <laughs> dicks all day. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So everything was going fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's going great. What do you even do with 19 rooms? Uh, uh fucking... You don't use them. I don't know. I would just sleep in a different room every night and then be like, this bed's too hard. (laughs) I like the sheets on this one better. Yeah. I just lay on the ballroom floor looking at the Tiffany stained glass light, whatever the fuck that is, skylight. Yeah. Just be like, I can't touch it. I mean, sometimes they're pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a Tiffany, so, you know. Yeah, but, and just... I just... Okay, so yeah. everything is going fine. All right. Until 1971. Mm-hmm. And John was laid off from his job at the bank. Uh-oh. So he pissed off Mr. President. <laughs> Fuck. And he was no longer working there. Uh, he kept his unemployment status a secret from his family. Oh, no. Because that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's never the way to go. And he continued to, like, pretend to go to work. Like, he would get up every morning with the kids before they went to school, mm-hmm. like, get dressed... He would go to the train station and then he would like hop a train and just like get off at random stops and oh like hang out and read newspapers on the park bench and then he'd hop back on and go home. I've literally heard of other people doing this for like so much work. Whatever. Yeah. To keep up appearances or whatever. It never ends well. No. And it takes so much effort. You could have been at home in your jams. I know. Your PJM. Or like, I don't know, looking for another fucking job. Yeah. Well, okay. So this guy did look for another fucking job. He looked a lot, but he couldn't find it. He burned Mm. all his goddamn bridges. Probably. So, he was like, listen, I'm obviously not bringing in any money. Mm -hmm. And I got a pretty big mortgage to pay for. So, I am just going to take money from my mom. Like, I have access to her bank account. She's got lots of money for some reason. And so, he just started draining her bank account to pay for the mortgage. Okay, so both of our fucking episodes this time have been how kids are pricks to their parents. Yes! So when you were telling your story, I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. financial ruin, you say? Mm-hmm. I see some motives. Depleting bank accounts, you say? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ballroom dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So parallel. I don't know how we do this every time. Okay. It's like you're in my head, man. It's a theme. Get out of my head. <laughs> in keeping with the theme. Balls in a specific room. Balls in a room. Money from certain accounts. Money from mom. That you don't and dad. deserve. Mm-hmm. In his case, just mom. Uh-huh. But I mean, like, technically she was living there, but you probably should have consulted her first. So. It's not yours. No, it's not yours. And he used it all. So mom had no more money. And he realized that he was going to have to tell his family what the fuck was going on. Right? Yeah. 
Because some shit's about to go down. And hey, his family is about to be poor. I lost my job. Um, so we can't live in this mansion anymore. Don't yeah. worry. I'll buy us another house. Oh, no, no. You're also broke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, in John's mind, accepting welfare was not an option. Did I say that really weird? Yep. <laughs> welfare. Welfare. In John's mind, accepting welfare was not an option because that would mean that he had failed, like, being the family's protector and provider and also, I don't know this to be a fact because I don't fucking study religion, but evidently in the Lutheran religion, it's like a sin to accept welfare or some shit. I don't know. Or to not provide for your family. Listen, I obviously did not do my research on any kind of, uh, you know, it says something about his religion also being like, you're going to go to hell. And he was like, I can't do that because I don't want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what it was? It was to live in po- poverty was sin. So but then, you're gonna live in poverty if you're poor and you don't accept welfare. I yeah, I don't know that. I guess that's the whole catch twenty two. And so he was worried about his family being forced to live in sin because they were all about to be poor. How yeah. how could that be a sin? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bitch, like, I just didn't have a job for a while. <laughs> also, money is made up. It's yeah, pretend. Like yeah. we all agreed one day that like. Your green dollar bill with a face on it was going to mean something to me because I gave you a nugget of gold. Yeah. And we were like, that means that, that I gave, gave you a nugget of gold. Yeah. And then it just got so out of hand that we're like, fuck it, I printed some more. <laughs> Pretend <laughs> I have a nugget of gold. And we're all like, all right, I'm cool with that. I want to buy a fucking Tiffany chandelier. Yeah. Not chandelier. Sunlight. Skylight. Skylight. Yeah, whatever. Hole in my ceiling. Blows my fucking mind. But yeah, for whatever reason, it's a sin to be poor. All right. Well, um, listen. Everybody who knows anything about religion is screaming at their fucking device right now. They're like, that's not how any of this works. But I read an article once, and that's what it said. So <laughs> I'm basically an expert. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, I don't want my family to sin. Yeah. That would suck, because then they're going to go to hell. Yeah. Don't want that. Yeah, and it's all my fault. So, so I'm going to kill him. Exactly. Ah, he was fuck. like, my only option is to murder my entire family so that they can go be in heaven. Because right now they don't know that they're basically poor. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it matters if you know. Because technically they're poor, right? But then isn't he going to go to hell? Okay, we can get into the logistics of getting to hell in a minute. <laughs> okay. But also I'm remembering now. Okay, I don't think it was the poverty thing. I think it's like when you're poor, you're hanging around with bad people or something. And then you would sin. Uh Listen, again, I didn't read into it. I don't fucking know. So he was like, I don't want my family to do that. I'm going to send them to heaven by killing them now. Okay. So that was this great fucking plan. Okay. I have an idea. But then he's going to go to hell for murder. For murder. Murder. Well. And then if he kills himself, he's going to go to hell for suicide. Because that's also a fucking sin. You're making some great points. Okay. So on November 9th, 1971. All right. While his children were at school. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. John takes his nine millimeter stare, stare, stare. Is that a gun? Okay. <laughs> Look at you because you know about guns. I do, but I'm not reading it. So, I mean. S T E Y R. Stare? I don't know. I've Jesus never heard of Christ. it. Okay, whatever. It's yeah. a 1912 semi automatic handgun. Oh, well, it's from 1912. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it could be anything. Yeah. Just somebody's last name. Yeah. They're like, I made this. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Okay, so. Is it a goddamn antique? <laughs> yeah, evidently. Oh, wait. Is it a, I think 1912 might be a model. I don't know, man. It's a gun. Know. He yeah. took his 9mm gun. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, his father's Colt 22, Ooh. not Colt 45. No. <laughs> and revolver. And he shoots Helen, mm-hmm. his wife, 
who was in the motherfucking kitchen trying to enjoy her goddamn morning coffee after well, the kids left for school. At least she wasn't in the ballroom. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, just wait. Okay. So he shoots her in the back of the head and it kills her instantly. Mm-hmm. He then goes up to the third floor where his 84-year-old mother, Oof. Alma, was you know, going about her life and she was making herself some breakfast and mm-hmm. John gets up there and she's like, what was that noise downstairs? And John kissed her on the cheek and then shot her above the left eye, killing her instantly. Jesus. I know. And then like her body was like too much to move. So he just like put a towel over her face and then he goes back downstairs to wait for the children to come home. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Like he's doing his fucking plan. He's carrying the shit out. I guess. But also... You're going to wait for your kids to get home? They had just left. What, are you going to wait fucking six hours? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't, like, write this in proper order. Because he does a bunch of shit also. And I'm sure, like, while he was waiting, he does this shit. I just wrote it after this part. All right. So, you know, it might not be in perfect chronological order. At some point when the kids were at school, he did this shit? Yeah, exactly. Got it. So then his 16-year-old daughter, Patricia. We'll call her Patty. (laughs) (laughs) And his 13-year-old son, Frederick. What will we call him? Freddy. (laughs) Came home from school and John proceeded to shoot them both in the back of the heads. Ooh. As well. I don't know why I said it like that. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be like, as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> as well <laughs> as them being dead. <laughs> yes. And it kills them instantly. He then made himself some lunch, which was a sandwich. Oh. What kind of sandwich? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know for sure it was a sandwich. That's just what an article said. And I was like, how fuck you know what he ate? Ramen because he's poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I would have ate. <laughs> um, and then he drove to the bank and closed his bank account and his mother's bank account. And then he drove to his 15-year-old son's high school. His name was John Jr. Uh-huh. To watch him play in his soccer game. And he, like, cheered him on at a soccer game. Then he drove John Jr. home where he attempted to shoot him in the head as well. But the gun misfired and John Jr. started to like fight for his life. Yeah. But unfortunately, he did not win that battle. And John ended up shooting him multiple times in the chest. Fuck. That killed him. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's important shit in there as we've talked about. (laughs) Turns out. You don't want to get hit with a bullet there. (laughs) Yeah. You got a lot of shit in there that needs to all stay in there. Yep. Wow. Well, what a real piece of shit. I hope that kid didn't see his like dead oh my family. god right uh so john now has his dead family yeah all over this house and yeah. so he takes a bunch of sleeping bags and he lays them out on the mansion's ballroom floor <gasps> and he took each family member except for his mother because remember she was kind of heavy to carry carry down fucking three flights of stairs or something was she a great big fat person <laughs> i don't really know the details <laughs> of her body mass index <laughs> But, you know, dead weight is dead weight, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't carry a person. No, that's your mama. You're not going to try to, like, drag her down the stairs. Yeah, you got to be respectful. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine you'd want to shoot her over the eye either, but, you know. Well, you know. John's people have, a quirky character. <laughs> yeah. People have different ideas of respect. <laughs> yeah, evidently. So he grabs each family member and he lays them out on all, like, on the sleeping bags that he just spread out on the ballroom floor. Mm. Uh like I said, he left his mother upstairs. 
He then sits down and he writes a letter to his pastor explaining that he had murdered his whole family because there was so much evil in this world and he was delivering from the evil and sending them to heaven to save their souls. Mm-hmm. Not because they're poor. He Does he think like, that like if the pastor doesn't know that they're poor, then they haven't committed the sin? I don't know. Like if we don't tell them, yeah. then we'll, we'll still never get into know. heaven. We're going to sneak into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, before that transfer goes through my <laughs> bank account <laughs> yeah i don't know but listen obviously the dude was not in his right mind because he just murdered his entire fucking family yeah you think okay so then and this is where i'm not quite sure this whole like note writing thing i don't know if he did that like while the kids were at school or if this was still all after everything mm-hmm. so he leaves the note on his desk and then he goes to the entire house and he cuts out every picture of him and all of the family photos so it's like he never existed All right. Well, that's a little fucking psychotic. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, killing family is pretty psychotic, but you know. Well, yeah, but you could, like, I don't know. He's trying to rationalize that with his religion, which I don't know anything about religions. So, okay, maybe that's, maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing that people do sometimes, Like a little honor killing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which people do all the time. Fucking Jonestown. That was a religion and a lot of people died for it, right? Like that's a thing. That's a common theme in religion is people fucking dying. Yeah. But cutting yourself out of pictures? Mm, That's a little, that's That's a little little something, something. That's a little more intense. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> All right, go on. Okay, so. Uh, but did he just cut out the face? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Or if he just like, I feel like I'd be like just slashing, you know, like it's too much to try to cut out a face, right? Yeah. So you just like cut it in half and be like, I keep this one piece. I would like fold it in half so that I would just cut the perfect circle, like the little. Oh, shoop, and then like, like put it back like, in the frame. This yeah. seems like so much work. Uh, yeah, that seems like a lot of work. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I was going to take the time to cut myself out of every picture, I would just like perfectly cut myself and out. And like replace it with like other faces. Like, like Tony the Cage. Tiger. Oh. Or Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those are good answers. <laughs> they are great answers. Great. <laughs> Got to happen. Oh my God. Okay. So then he cleans up, like, each little crime scene from, like, when he shot each family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and he climbs into bed and he goes to sleep with his entire fucking family murdered in the house laying out on the ballroom floor. And he said that it was the best sleep that he had in a long time. Well, he didn't have anything to worry about anymore. Yeah, he was like, fuck, man, the weight of the world is off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking up at this beautiful Tiffany skylight. Yeah, really. I did them a favor. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, okay, so the next morning, he turns on the AC, and he turns it, like, way down so the house is really cold to, like, slow down decomposition. Mm-hmm. And then he turns on the home intercom system and starts playing, like, religious music throughout the whole goddamn house. That is terrifying <laughs> to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Like, can you imagine just an organ playing? Like, yeah. No, I'm good. No, Hard in a pass. fucking mansion where yeah. there's bodies in a ballroom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a Tiffany skylight. <laughs> yeah. No, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he turned on all the lights. Well, I'd want all the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's less But terrifying. he was like trying to make it look like people were home and like the music would make it sound like people are home and shit. Is he home alone this shit? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> putting some cutouts in the windows to make him like dance. Michael Jordan dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rocking around. <laughs> Except it's. Hallelujah. I don't know. 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 Something religious. Yeah, exactly. 
So he does all that shit. Michael Jordan's dancing in the window. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on the run to evade police. Okay, but he's still going to go to hell. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. He'll repent. Oh. He'll ask for forgiveness. You can just do that? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, so no one noticed that the family had gone missing for an entire month. Month? A month. The kids weren't in school. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just get through my bullet and I'll tell you the thing. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until December 7th that someone went to go check on the family. Mm-hmm. And it took a month because the family was already naturally pretty reclusive. Mm-hmm. But also, John had sent letters to the children's school saying that they would be out of town visiting their sick grandmother, mm. Helen's mom. Mm. He also, like, stopped. This is probably what he was doing while the kids were at school. He stopped, like, all the milk fucking delivery, all the mail. He redirected it. Like, he settled all else. his fucking affairs. He tied all his loose ends. All right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, he planned this shit. And then he's like, deuces, we're going to go visit Nana. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, the kids won't be in school. They're going to go visit their sick Nana. And it turns out that Helen's mom really was sick, and she was actually supposed to come to New Jersey to visit the family, but because she got sick, she canceled the trip. Mm. But has she been there, John confessed that he would have murdered her as well. But she's not poor, maybe. I don't know for a fact, so I had to throw on the maybe. I don't really know (laughs) either, but like maybe he was just like, you know... We're all going to go to heaven together? Yeah. I said hell. Families go down <laughs> together? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, man. Mm. So fucked up. To yeah. be like, yeah, I would have done it. Ooh, yeah. I mean, obviously, he fucking offed his own mom. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. So like I said, John left all the lights on in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, after a while, the neighbors started to notice that the home lights were on all the time. You're like, oh, they never sleep anymore. Yeah, the lights are just They're just constantly blasting. worshiping. Exactly. And then the lights started to slowly burn out because they were on for so long. Yeah. And they were like, mm, this is kind of fishy. This is before LEDs. Uh, yeah, those things will last forever. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, those lights have been on for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just now running out, it's been 10 years. Uh, so they started to notice that there wasn't a lot of activity at the house. So they called the police. And they're like, yo, go do a welfare check on the house. Yeah, check that shit out. Yeah, so the police go check. And they're like, no one answered. Bye. And they don't do anything. Yeah. They weren't like, I can hear a lot of music. I don't know. It doesn't explain. It was just like the police came out and they didn't do anything about it the first time. Okay. Which I mean like. I've heard that before. Shitty welfare check. Every time I'm like. Yeah. They just assumed that the family had gone on like vacation and it was like an extended vacation and that's why we're not hearing from them. So no need to panic. Okay. You're going to come back to a big electricity bill, but (laughs) they can afford it. They live in a mansion. All right. Touche. Did they leave the fucking disco ball in the ballroom on? I, Obviously like, they had one. It's like shining out on the lawn every night. And like, <laughs> right. God damn it. They left their fucking disco ball on again. <laughs> so eventually the neighbors call the police again because they notice someone strange poking around the outside of the mansion. Uh-oh. And this time when the police arrive, they find that that someone was calling out Patricia's name, the daughter. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that was her drama teacher because Patricia was like really into drama and theater and stuff. And I guess her dad also, his religion, said that that was a fucking sin. I don't know the details. But he was like worried about Patricia's interest. Mm-hmm. Like all of his children. He was like, you know, it's the 1970s. This does not sound like a fun religion. <laughs> no, it sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of rules. And so he was like, I don't like the direction my kids are going. So that's another reason to kill them. Like kill them now and they'll still get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so before they get all fancy footloose. Yeah, and all dramatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Patricia's uh, drama teacher had noticed that she had gone missing for a long time. And so he went to go check on her at the house because she had mentioned that she was actually afraid that her father was going to kill the family. So he was like, okay, she confided in me this little nugget of information and now she's missing and she's gone longer than she was supposed to be. I'm going to go to her house and check for myself. So and this is like before the time where teachers were fucking required to report that shit. Yeah. Huh? Attendance. <laughs> yeah. Or Stand like. Stand on your square so I know you're here. Well, like uh, I think now if you're like, I think my dad might kill the family. Oh, yeah. To a teacher. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they legally have to be like, interesting. Let me call someone. Yeah. Just stay right there. Repeat for me what he yeah. just, yeah, for this guy. Say it again. Say that shit again about your dad. <laughs> say it again to this policeman. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so. The police arrive. Drama teacher's there. And the drama teacher's like, I know some fishy shit. You really need to go inside this house and check. Mm -hmm. And the police poke around and they realize that one of the basement windows is unlocked. Mm. And so they climb in and they notice that it's really cold inside. Mm -hmm. And they hear fucking organ music playing (laughs) really loud. Uh And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And as they walk through the house... They get to the ballroom, which I guess had like curtains drawn, because which ball, like what ballroom doesn't have curtains across the door? Obviously. And they pull the curtains back and like the smell of decomposition just like slapped them in the face. And they found the entire family just laying there. Well, not the entire one. Nope, you're right, because his mom was upstairs. And then they found the murder note on his desk and they read it and it was like, my mom's upstairs. And they were like, what? And then they went upstairs and found her. And they're like, oh, he was right. Yeah, he told the truth. Okay, that's a fucking terrifying scene to go into. Uh, so when you were like, that's my nightmare, imagine being that cop. Yeah. That's why they just knocked and they were like, nobody answered. I'm gonna go. Yeah, something else is calling my name. <laughs> Leave this for do. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's my day. Like, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Yeah, I just don't have time for this. I just need to coast through this day. <laughs> and I don't need this shit looming on my brain. Yeah. All right, so... A nationwide manhunt is launched to find John. Mm-hmm. Because John did some shit. He confessed to it. Let's get him. Yeah. But because he cut his face out of every motherfucking picture, <gasps> there was no reliable photographs of him. What? So it was really hard to, like, publish his face to the media to be like, help us find this guy. What? Yeah. Like, he just took every picture he had, and everybody was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I could tell you what he looked like, and you could draw this composite. No one had a picture of him, though? Nobody had a picture. <laughs> That's hard I'm to sure, believe. I'm sure there was, like, a driver's license picture or something. Oh, Actually, yeah, Actually, because you can Google it, and there is a picture. But it oh. was, like, really hard to find, you know. They didn't have one readily available in the beginning of, like, and of the then search. he looks like this from this side. Yeah, yeah. It's just, Ooh. like, this one picture of him. I should delete all my pictures off Facebook. And MySpace. Just in case. Mm. And off of my MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. my Facebook. And You'll everyone else's. You'll never be able to. Yeah. That's impossible. That's crazy. What a different time. Right? Okay. So investigators go hunting around the town for some clues, right? And they find John's car parked at the John F. Kennedy Airport in New York. But there was no evidence that he had actually boarded a flight. It was just like his car got dumped there. Mm-hmm. Nine months after the murders, the mansion that the family had lived in was mysteriously burned to the ground. And that arson remains unsolved. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's fishy. Mm, Super fishy. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. For 18 years, there was no new developments in the case. What? 18 years. Until... (gasps) 
uh-huh. in May of 1989. The uh-huh. case was aired on America's Most Wanted. Fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And it depicted a forensic artist's rendition of the age progressed clay bust of John's fucking face. Mm-hmm. Like, they took his photo and they were like, I'm going to guess this is what he would look like. And the artist was like, leave me to my magic. Yeah. And then he motherfucking replicated his goddamn face. Like, and it was like dead art. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like crushed it. What a fucking cool skill. I know. I like, like he even was like me? <laughs> dude, they were talking about it and they were like, um, okay, so in his little picture he had the like what's it called? Like tortoise shell glasses or fucking longhorn glasses. I don't remember what they're called. But you know, the classic like thick frame Yeah. Glasses that like nineteen fifties men would wear. Yeah. Who like worked in the banks. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like he would still wear these today because it would remind him of a time when he was successful. Ooh. Motherfuckers still wore those. Like, they were Ooh. right. They were, like, getting all into his brain and shit. That's some fucking criminal minds, FBI, right? BAU you shit. You are in the right line of work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they do that, and um, it turns out that one of John's neighbors mm-hmm. of his new life because, you know, he ran, he went on the run, mm-hmm. recognized him and called the police. And they were like, dude, that's my neighbor. And so on June 1st, only two weeks after the case was aired on America's Most Wanted, what? he was arrested. That shit's crazy. That's super cray. Okay, so upon arrest, mm-hmm. he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not John. My name is Robert Bob Clark. Everybody calls me Bob. Mm-hmm. And you guys have got this all wrong. Like, yeah, I, I I look like him, but I'm not John. Yeah, but listen, I have this whole other life. Yeah, but I'm Bob. Uh-huh. <laughs> I picked a new name, Bob. <laughs> it's not John. Very yeah. different. <laughs> but the police were like, okay, cool, but I've got all this evidence against you, including, like, fingerprints. Mm. Like, I am taking your fingerprints and comparing them to, like, the military's fingerprints that say that you're John List. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're matching. Yeah. And that's, like, so you know, you're John. pretty uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, impossible. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, so, on February 16th of 1990, John finally confessed, like, all right, it's me. I'm not really Bob. What? He confessed that he did murder his whole family and that what he had done was he hopped a train from New Jersey and traveled to Michigan and then to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 1972, he settled in Denver and he got a job as an accountant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he went by the name of Bob Clark, Robert Clark. Uh, he became active again in the Lutheran church, like the congregation. Yeah. And in 1985, he met and married a woman by the name of Dolores Miller. Dude. Bucked up, right? He just started all over. Dude. Careful, Dolores. Could you imagine? No, that would fuck me up so hard. Was he still married to her when he was arrested? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're like, hey, you killed your whole family back there. And she's like, what? Hold the fuck up. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. how scary. I think, I didn't write this down, but I think I read in an article that the police came to his home and she answered the door and they asked her some questions and she was like, the fuck? And then they like apprehended him based off of her answers. Like, oh yeah, this is him. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the couple moved to Midlothian, Virginia, 
where he again got another job as an accountant under his alias. And this is where he was eventually arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, John was brought to trial for the murder of his family and he was convicted of five counts of first degree murder and he was sentenced to five life sentences to be served consecutively. Holy shit. When asked why he didn't take his own life after murdering his entire family, he said that suicide was a sin and that he would not be allowed into heaven if he committed suicide and he was hoping to be reunited with his family someday. Mm. So I'm pretty sure murder is also a sin. I think maybe it's this whole like repent. Like, okay, mm. I did it, but I'll ask for forgiveness. Where like if you suicide yourself, you can't really ask for forgiveness. Mm, you could. Maybe when you get there. I don't know the logistics of I getting mean, into heaven. If it was like you took some pills, you could be like, oh, forgive me and then die. Mm. Like while you wait. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But if you shoot yourself, you can't. <sighs> I just don't know. Unless you never missed. really thought about it that deep. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't do it because he didn't want to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, he so wanted he, to live. He wanted to start all over. Exactly. As a new person. With less, like... Baggage. Yeah. That's fucked, man. Mm-hmm. So, in March of 2008, John died in prison of complications from pneumonia at the age of 82. Holy shit. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. In 1972, John was a proposed suspect in the D.B. Cooper air piracy <gasps> case. What? Yeah. Uh, because he disappeared two weeks prior to the airline hijacking and D.B. Cooper was demanding $2,000 to $100,000, sorry, which would have paid off all of John's debt. However, John maintained that it wasn't him and there was no direct evidence that actually linked him to the case and the FBI no longer considers him a suspect, but his name still gets like thrown around in there and shit Mm. whenever you're talking about the D.B. Cooper case. Well, why would you admit to it? I don't know. Yeah, like I guess because you're serving life, but I don't know. Yeah, but still. Or maybe I would admit to it and I'd just be like, yeah, I did that shit, even if it wasn't me. Or especially if it wasn't me. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know, man. But wouldn't that be fucking wild? Okay, here's the thing, though. Yeah. So we've all seen the, like, composite sketches of the D.B. Cooper thing, right? Yeah. Uh, It fucking looks like him. Mm. But he's got, like, this weird fucking squirrely head, like, big old dome at the top, ears kind of low on his face. Yeah. And it goes down like a triangle point. Like, he kind of looks a little goofy. Yeah. He looks like that? Yeah. I'll put I'll put that picture up on our website too, just in case people don't want to fucking Google it. <laughs> and they're gonna be Ooh. like, they didn't cover DB Cooper. Why is this on here? Yeah. Like this isn't even part of it. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought so too. I was like, God damn. What if he was? Ah, uh, that'd be nuts. Listen. So this like John List case has actually been like mentioned a lot in fucking pop culture. Like they like do slight references to it in movies and stuff. I didn't write them all down. And they have like documentaries and shit. So yeah. it's actually pretty common. And I wouldn't be surprised if people were like, oh, I know that case. But I had never heard of it. And I was like, what the fuck? I think I actually have heard of it before. But I didn't know all of that about it. Or mm-hmm. if I did, then it's totally out of my brain. Blocked I'm a fucking it. mom. Yeah. yeah. Lost <laughs> I have it no all. brain cells. <laughs> well, goddamn. Fucked up, right? Yep. Not cool, man. All right, lady. Yep. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Well, all right. Sing us out. Uh, Well, you guys know the drill. If you want to check out pictures pertaining to our case, is both of them. I love them. <laughs> Go to isgdpodcast.com. Also, we have links to our Patreon and our merch. Come join our Patreon. Little as a dollar. You get an episode every month, plus all of our back episodes. Yep, we it's over a year, so that's like fucking twelve. There's a lot on there. Yeah, there's some. It's worth it. Trust check me. That shit it's a out. fucking dollar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, we're on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can join us on our Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod Group. That's right, you can. Subscribe, rate, and review. Yes, please. Tell your friends, friends. Tell your friends, tell your friends, friends. All y'all friends. Uh, snail mail. Oh, you can snail mail us. <gasps> Tabitha, thank you for the mugs. <gasps> Tabitha, thank you for the mugs. Oh my God, I can't wait to drink coffee out of them while we twitch, 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 twitch. Hell yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot to bring yours. Yes, you did, but I forgive you. I'm really good at hoarding gifts. Yeah, you are. <laughs> motherfucker. But you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Mm-hmm. Is that everything? I think that's it. Bye. Bye. So instead of doing a promo today, we're going to do a moment of silence for George Floyd. Yes. Please know that we love all of our listeners and we just want to encourage everybody to please just be fucking nice to each other. Be fucking nice to each other. And we support you.